0: Hello everybody and welcome to Sing to the Lord, the podcast that breaks down how the Lutheran hymnody is preaching the gospel. I'm your host, Mason Van Essen. What you're hearing is the hymn, Praise the Lord, Rise Up Rejoicing. Welcome back to your favorite Lutheran hymn podcast, Sing to the Lord. We've got Lars Olson and Zachary Brockhoff with us this week. Thanks again for being here, guys.
1: Thank you. You're welcome, Mason. But just for this week, could you call me Little Bo Peep since it's Good Shepherd Sunday?
0: (laughs) Well, I don't know if I can because there's not a lot of shepherd in this here passage.
1: Only gates. Right, right. Yeah, it's the fourth Sunday of Easter, which is generally uh, thought of as uh, mentioned as Good Shepherd Sunday, and here we're in Good Good Gate Sunday, John 10, where there's not a shepherd mentioned, uh, but lots of sheep and gates. Yes,
2: yes, and no, and no gates in the hymn we're going to look at, but there is mention of a shepherd. So we're just all confused here uh, this time. And um, I will say, you do get Psalm 23 in every year, so uh, at some point, the Lord is your shepherd. Some Uh, sort of shepherding, not in the gospel reading.
1: Yeah, well, Zachary, there are uh, plenty of hymns that do talk about shepherds and shepherding, and um, and uh, I'm not sure if there's a lot of them about gates, but we'll just go with the theme for the Sunday. And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, this hymn, Praise the Lord,
2: Rise Up, Rejoicing, that you've selected for us today. Sure. So this... Um comes. It's published uh, really in the sixties or seventies, and um, actually in the same hymnal that we we talked about a few few weeks ago. Now, a number of weeks ago, um, that was uh, Contemporary Hymns Four, right? So it was part of this <laughs> wonderful series. And um, so, in that sense, uh, th- th- that's where it originates. And it doesn't it doesn't particularly talk about Jesus as the Good Shepherd. But I thought it would be especially appropriate when it doesn't really appear in Scripture, right? It's easy to um, to go uh, sing any paraphrase of Psalm 23, and we'll talk about some of those later because it certainly fits um, really any uh, of the three years in the lectionary on this particular week. But uh, this one um, has something to say about us as sheep and Christ, um, not only as shepherd, but also what it might mean to hear his voice. and, um, And finally, we can say something also about Jesus as the gate yeah I mean um in this hymn it 's really the
1: second stanza that starts talking about a scattered flock um, and a and a shepherd that has come for the lost um, what is uh what is the second verse the second stanza really saying to us
2: um second stanza well the the first sets up that Christ has overcome uh death right this is this is um uh, in Christ we have final victory over all things so then, the second one, uh, knowing this now, says, "We only hear this. We it's it's a prayer, and it's also um, s- saying what what is true. Then we want only to hear this voice. Um, no longer the ones that would seek to uh, destroy the thieves that come in, uh, but only Christ. Um, and that's that's in in this in this gospel text. And then when we listen to Christ, the only thing." that our ears here now are attentive to his word is what the hymn says. So that's what it means to hear the voice of Christ is only what, what Christ has to say. And then the, the, the second stanza pivots to where we're actually going to hear Christ say something very specifically, um, uh, in the sacrament of Holy communion. In this case, it says by your blood and body, firm believing we belong to you. We are your sheep and you are our shepherd or our Lord. So, um, uh, it definitely needs uh, the scripture reading to go with it, uh, where where you're able to say some of those things in in a sermon, and then turn around and sing it. Um, the other thing in in preparing for this that I found helpful, because people so associate uh, this Sunday with Good Shepherd time, and then we hear about Christ as the Gate, and it's and um, and how these things are possible, uh that Christ is both our shepherd and our gate, and then I found in one place that in uh, that during this time in in villages you'd have uh actual pens for sheep <laughs> and so <laughs> you could you could one person could watch over many many flocks, but when the shepherd goes out now into the real world where things are not so certain there's there's uh Sort of loose uh, uh, pens, right? There's nothing enclosed. There's nothing for sure. So it actually became the practice that the shepherd would lay down over the entrance to whatever they had sort of constructed for their flock. And so then the flock, whether uh, leaving, <laughs> trying to get out, or anybody trying to get in, had to cross over this shepherd, right? And the and the uh, and so the shepherd, in effect, was. The, the gate, gate right? Oh my gosh. The shepherd was. It was both things, and so when Christ says in the in the gospel text for the weekend, um, "You will go out and and come freely," right? In this way, it's actually what this meant. The sheep could do this, and the shepherd would know. He would also know nobody's going to come in and snatch them out of my hand. Which is is not this particular year, but but all these things sort of go together. And and what a what a picture we have there of as Christ uh, of Christ as being both of these things for us. So um, again, that's not necessarily the hymn, but I think it all it all does go together. How this shepherd then is our final victory over all these things, because uh, when we enter, we also enter through Christ and what Christ has has said to us.
1: Right, and I think there's there's the key because Jesus isn't just uh, um, you know. Um, uh, an actual gate or a, uh, or a shepherd, right? He's, he's not walking around with a staff, uh, pushing and pulling people, but he is this, as he says in his word. And, um, it is his word that get, that allows us to go in and out, uh, that chooses us, that grabs hold of us, uh, that actually makes us, uh, rejoice and mm-hmm. sing of what he has done for us. Um, and it's not just that, you know, Jesus, you know, um, you know, it was, uh, was a shepherd way back when for some sort of sheep-like things, but rather, no, he has claimed you and he knows you and you hear his voice, which is finally what's going to be the, the point, right? Yep. Uh, my sheep hear my voice. And so all the other uh, clatterings and clangings finally is uh, your life is here in his word, Jesus, who is the word of God for us.
2: Yes. And so the, the hymn concludes um, with a, acknowledging actually what this word's going to bring forgiven sins um and uh and then uh in this case in um in elw it's in the sending section and other hymnals it's in other places but um says we go forth alert and living in your spirit strong and free because all the spirit knows to do is (laughs) to to lead us again to christ and and this forgiveness the latter half of this as i um read through it and sang through it, I thought, oh, partners in your new creation, this is going to be really fun because now we get to be, the hymn suggests that we're, we're, we're partners and we're going to be the ones seeking peace. Um, that is a little problematic and I don't necessarily love it. But when you get to the, the, the final phrase and it talks about being faithful followers, well, we can we can say we don't We're not the faithful ones. God is faithful. It's very clear the sheep are sort of idiots wandering around in this, (laughs) right? I mean, they need somebody to lay down, apparently, and be their gate for them, for goodness (laughs) sake. But um, all these sheep can finally do is follow Christ. (laughs) So, uh, I would say, um, while it might be a little problematic to sing, it's also a helpful way of thinking about this. When all we hear is Christ's voice, then all we are are his followers— all followers can do is follow the one who is speaking uh, to them and saying, come, I I am your savior. I give you the final victory.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Partners uh, is one of those very amorphous terms. You could be like a, a full partner where you're kind of doing half the work and Jesus is doing right. half the work. Uh, you could be a minor minority partner where Jesus is doing, you know, uh, almost everything, but you've got a little bit to do, uh, or you could understand this as uh, you're a partner in the sense that uh, that you have been claimed, uh, that you are owned completely, that your life is in Christ, and all we have to do now is speak this good this good word that the Spirit gives through us. Um, so there is a, I mean, you could think of a partnership as long as you're not, you know. Um, Ready to wrest control from him? You're, you're, we're not going to gather up together and, and take over and have a hostile takeover right. of Jesus or something like this. We've already tried that; cor- uh, we <laughs> killed him. Corporate, uh, and yeah. he said, "No. Now it's uh, I've got the whole family business to myself." <laughs> no corporate bear
0: hugs over here. <laughs> right. Yes, right. <laughs> what a good way to end on, on summarizing that uh, that hymn. Uh, what other hymns are on the on the docket that you could potentially sing this Sunday, Zachary?
2: Some of these um, obviously are going to be paraphrases of Psalm 23, where you do get uh, generally the, the entirety of that psalm in, in, in various stanzas. Um So those in ELW that, that I would recommend are um, ELW 502, The King of Love, My Shepherd Is, um, 778, The Lord's My Shepherd, and uh, 782, My Shepherd, You Supply My Need, um, all of which are very singable and helpful um. Uh, for this weekend, any of the three years. The other one that's interesting, I think, um, is in the Easter section. And um, it's actually a translation, an earlier translation of what Luther later translates um, as Christ Jesus lay in death strong bands. He reworks it and then adds his own touch to this. But it's ELW 369, Christ the Lord is risen today, um, which is very much Easter. Um, there's, there's no question, um, you could sing at Easter Sunday, but the, of course, the wonderful thing is the church uh, has given us 50 days to do this, and so we can sing all of them by the end uh, <laughs> uh, of seven weeks. And um, th- this one works uh, for this weekend because, um, because at one point it says, for the sheep the lamb has bled. Now, I like the idea there that that we are sheep, and Christ, our shepherd, is also the lamb. Um, <laughs> I think that's a, a actually a helpful way of getting at what that shepherd is is doing in laying down his life, even if we don't hear it um, in the gospel in this gospel reading for this weekend. So um, there are options in the Easter section and other places.
0: Thanks for joining us this week on Sing to the Lord. Check the show notes for Zachary's stanza-by-stanza commentary, as well as a list of other hymns we recommend. See you next week.